0: How's it going, everybody? This is Noah Alvarez, and you are tuned into another edition of the My Mike and I podcast. Really want to thank everybody out there listening. Man, it's it's been a tough week, not going to lie. You know, it's been a tough, tough January for me personally. And with the news this past Sunday and Kobe passing away, Kobe Bryant, the one and only. Man, I'm not going to lie. It's been a tough, tough time for me. Not to share too much about my personal life, but I had a, I had a panic attack earlier in the month too. So that was something I'm kind of recovering from, and just learning to take it easier in my life. And you know, I was I was working too hard, putting a little bit too much on my plate, and I couldn't always uh, couldn't always finish it. Or I was always trying to force myself to finish things, and I need to take a little bit more time. Nonetheless, we're here, episode 90 of the Mike and I podcast. And if you're wondering if we're gonna do anything on the show for Kobe Bryant. Yes, we are. We are going to do that on episode 91 coming out next week. This week, we do have a really exciting guest, too. Don't want to overlook that as well. I we had a really great conversation with him. Before we get into this week's show, though, I did want to remind you guys you can find this podcast on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on TuneIn, on Stitcher, on Google Play. I think I said SoundCloud already. You can also listen to it on Apple Podcasts. Uh, be sure to hit a, a subscribe button if you're listening on Apple follow us if you're listening on soundcloud or on spotify and i'd greatly appreciate it if you guys could leave that rating and review if you're listening on apple podcast give us that five stars give us a review it really helps new listeners or people who are new to the show kind of gauge what the show is all about also be sure to check out some of the older episodes in the my mike and i podcast library a lot of great guests that i've had in the past i feel like two months i've just been on a roll with a lot of interesting people from different backgrounds too That's the greatest thing. I mean, I'm really just trying to find as many inspiring stories that I can find, whether you're into music, whether you're into movies, whether you're into, it doesn't matter what it may be. I just want to find as many interesting people, people who have interesting, genuine, heartfelt stories that are really working out here, no matter the age. And if you're someone who's interested, you're listening to the podcast and you feel like you have an inspiring story, you have an inspiring message that you want to get across. Um, be sure to hit me up. You can hit me up on the my Mike and I Instagram page, relatively new. Go so give it a follow, at my period, Mike and period I. Also, you can hit me up on Twitter, at underscore Noah Alvarez. Those are the two best ways to contact me. You can also follow me on my uh, personal Instagram account, too, at Noha underscore Alvarez. That one is private, though. I do work with students or kids at the uh, the middle school level, so I do need to keep that private account uh, or keep that account private so that kids of mine don't be following me. Uh, but nonetheless, yeah, you know, reach out to me if you want to be interested on in the podcast, be featured on the podcast, and reach out to me if you want to, if you know someone that would be a great guest on the podcast. And before we get into introducing this week's guest, I did want to remind you too that we are a part of the Big Heads Podcast Network, which is home to many great podcast podcast, I don't know why I said pod class, podcast. podcast, <laughs> including... The How I Met Your Friends podcast if you're a fan of the show How I Met Your Mother and the show Friends. This is the show right up your alley. Here's a commercial describing a little bit more about their show.
1: Do you watch Friends? Do you watch How I Met Your Mother? Then Then you should listen listen to to How I I Met Met Your Friends. Hi, I'm Kathleen. And I'm Julie. And we are the ladies behind How I Met Your Friends, the podcast that explores the similarities and theories of Friends and How I Met Your Mother. Every week we watch an episode from each show and dive deep into the crossovers and catchphrases. So if you've ever noticed the similarities between these fantastic shows, come check out our podcast. You can reach us on social media at how I met your Friends pod or email how I met your Friends pod at gmail.com.
0: Boom Noah Alvarez back here in action. a lot of stuff happening in the, in the sports world this past week. You know, Super Bowl Sunday this weekend, February 2nd. I'm really excited about that one. Kansas City Chiefs, man, that's my pick. I know, maybe I, you guys are expecting a little buildup or whatever, but I'm just going to be out front. Kansas City Chiefs are my pick. I really love Patrick Mahomes. I really love that offense. But it should be in a really exciting game. And, and I'm just really looking forward to it because typically in, in Super Bowl's past, whether it's the Panthers versus Broncos, last year with the Rams versus the Patriots, Typically, when it's a number one offense or a top tiered offense in the NFL and a top tier of defense, it usually goes in favor of the defense. There's been a few cases where, you know, in Peyton Manning's Colts versus the Chicago Bears with Rex Grossman, the original RG3, uh, that team, you know, number one defense versus the number one offense or a very talented offense, that case didn't work out in the defense's favor. But more times than not, the number one defense or a top defense going against top offense, The top defense has the edge Um, just because it gets harder to score with the bright lights and everything. And so I think this year, the 49ers arguably had one of the best defenses, went healthy this season. It hasn't been a match, but I think Patrick Mahomes, I think he's just one of those next generational type quarterbacks. You know, he's the Tom Brady's, the the Peyton Manning's, uh, the Drew Brees's, all these guys who were in Super Bowls year in and year out, or at least in contention for Super Bowls and constantly guiding his team there. And I think this is the start of Patrick Mahomes. I think he's going to get off to the right foot. If you're Kansas City Chiefs, too, Andy Reid has a lot to, uh, you know, he wants to get off the schneid, too. He hasn't won a Super Bowl. He's coached the most playoff games without winning a Super Bowl. There's the whole portrayal of him that he can't perform well in the playoffs and that he chokes. So I'm sure he wants to get, off the ba- get that off his back, too, and he has a great offense to do so. with the very speedy Tyreek Hill, Nicole Hardman, Sammy Watkins, very talented weapons. Uh, Travis Kelsey at a tight end position and and I just think their offense is going to be a little too much to handle for the 49ers 49ers have shut down some really talented offenses, but I don't think they've gone against uh, an offense that is as well as as fast as they are on defense and as as explosive as they are on defense too. It should be an exciting matchup though. Uh, uh, If I had to give you a final score, I'm going to say Chiefs 34, 49ers 27, so I think it'll be a one score game Um, That's just my thoughts and opinions on the Super Bowl. And if you disagree, be sure to let me know on the Mike and I Instagram page. Now, as I did mention earlier in the podcast, we are going to do something special for Kobe Bryant, who just passed away this recent Sunday. Um, Kobe was a living legend, man, an icon to so many people. And we have a really great podcast stirring up for next week. Um, Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Be sure to follow and keep on the lookout for that one. Did want to say rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, one more time. Rest in peace to his daughter, Gigi. And rest in peace to the Altobelli family. Uh, He was the head coach, John Altobelli. He he was on the helicopter in that accident. His wife, his daughter, John, was the head coach of Orange Coast College baseball team. He won a few state titles. And um, so, you know, it's a terrible, tragic loss. I mean, hearing that news was really shocking to me. Really, really, really took me by surprise. I was just, you know, overwhelmed with emotion when I first broke the news. Um, but I'll, I'll get into a little bit more on next week's show. Prayers out to those families affected, the Bryant family and the Alto Belli family. Now on to this week's show. Episode 90 features a very talented individual by the name of Ronnie. Ronnie is the CEO of Colorblind. Now, if you don't know what Colorblind is, I'll give you a brief description Well, you can go check out their website, colorblind-usa.com. It's a clothing brand, streetwear. A lot of you, I know a lot of you listeners are into streetwear. Also, be sure to check out his Instagram page for the brand, colorblind.usa. On Instagram, that's at colorblind.usa. But mark my words, they're going to be one of the next big companies. i bet on that. Ronnie basically talks about his startup of Colorblind. He talks about some of his other interests, too. We talk a lot about his journey and getting into designing clothes and how his brand sticks out and is different from everybody else's brand. So it's a lot of it's a great conversation. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. Without further ado, here's a conversation between Ronnie, the CEO of Colorblind, and myself. Thanks again for hopping onto the show. First question I wanted to ask you: what was the whole inspiration behind starting and working? and having a dream to start a clothing brand
2: honestly man it's been the earliest thing I can remember is me getting into clothes was probably like honestly elementary school man I used to be like a little skater kid so I really wanted skinny jeans and back then they didn't have skinny jeans for guys Mm -hmm. they only had girl pants so my mom bought me girl pants I would wear those shits like Every day, bro. Every single day. And because they didn't have they don't have jeans for men and that that's what got me, I guess, into like like I I was there I was like the only kid there that had skinny jeans. I remember my, my boy Andy, he's my boy now, like he's I've known him forever. Uh-huh. He was the only other kid that had skinny jeans and we clicked like that, you know? So, um it's just crazy. He's he's one of my best friends still to this day and but the whole fashion stuff, I think that's when the first like I got a little taste into it, and then I started wearing, like, cool shirts, you know, like, the band shirts and everything, and mm-hmm. then into high school, I started transitioning into, like, I wanted to get stuff that nobody really had, so I started looking into, like, the hundreds, you know, oh, yeah. hundreds, the, the one Diamond Supply Co, when it was, like, yep. popping, like, I remember seeing stuff, like, that nobody had, you know, like, all oh, like, rapper music videos and stuff, you know, yeah. seeing it, like, oh, I want that, and getting that, and then I guess putting my own twist on things. Like, I would, like, cut my pants up or draw okay. something on my jacket. And then it's just, like, I remember designing too. I, I didn't have money, so I would just be designing a lot of stuff. Like, stuff that I liked. And, um, yeah, it turned out they got me here, you know? So
0: Yeah. You mentioned rappers. Were there any rappers that you, like, specifically admired their style?
2: Oh, I you know. Like, um, styling, I think, like, I remember, like, back in the day, like, that backpack rap, like, Oh, Pharrell
0: yeah. Pharrell Kanye even Mac Miller yeah Mac it.
2: Miller Wiz like remember the fucking the cargo pants with the yeah. the cargo pants with the chucks you know yeah. like that. the snapback hats come on especially you know? like
0: the camo cargo yeah pants. yeah Those exactly
2: so like I remember, like, the other day, I kind of, I felt like I dressed like that the other day. It was, it was hilarious. Like, yeah. I was like, I feel like a backpack rapper, right now.
0: <laughs> I, I still have a pair of board shorts that I'll wear every now and then, but they're camo. Yeah. And so whenever I wear them to, like, the beach or something in public, I'm like, oh, fuck Exactly. I'm like, uh, Yeah,
2: <laughs> so, but, it's, it's really cool, and, I mean, I guess it's kind of just, like, paying homage to that, too, you know, like, I, I always try to, I want to pay homage to my predecessors, my predecessors before me, mm-hmm. like the other brands that I look up to, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's kind of, I don't know, just been in, a, been in. The, I feel like I've been in the fashion game for a while, and
0: mm-hmm. that's something I wanted to ask you Ness, Is you have colorblind now, but you mentioned to me before that you had a few other brands that you tried to start up, and just didn't necessarily work out. But mm-hmm. you know, what inspired you to just kind of start your own brand for the first first try?
2: Well. So, I, like I said earlier I um I wanted to have stuff that was different than anybody else mm-hmm. and um I felt like the easiest way the easiest way was to put it on shirts and um it's funny because a lot of people think like this brand that I have like it just happened overnight like I did it like mm-hmm. I just did it like that was one day and that was it No nah, man it's been years years I've had two failed brands before this that got me to where I am where I learned from you know mm-hmm. and um I remember my first brand was probably back, like, going into freshman year, yeah. I remember I remember I made shirts at the Swap Meet, you know, like, the k oh, yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. I made two of them. I was like, oh, hell yeah, you know how he did it. Me and, me and 80. Me and 80 made okay. shirts. So. <laughs> and it was funny, dude. Like, we were wearing, we took pictures on the roof, everything, like, did lookbooks and stuff. Okay. Put them on Tumblr and shit, like, trying to, and I didn't know how to, like, make a website or none of that. Yeah. So I was like, I would tell my friends, but I never made any more after, like, those shirts, you know. <laughs> so it was, like... I would wear it all the time thinking like, oh, hell yeah, you know, I got a brand. It's, it's on the shirt, so. Yeah. But, yeah. What was
0: that brand called? <laughs>
2: Flirtco. Flirtco? <laughs> yeah. And okay. It's, it's funny, dude, because like, I forgot what brand it is, but they have an F, and the F I use the same F that they use. Mm. I forgot what brand it was. Okay. I Maybe it fell off already, but it's, it's just really funny seeing that, you know? And then, um, yeah, that transitioned into like, when I got later in high school, when I had like... A little bit more money. Um, I had another brand, and it was called Ascension, and low. It's crazy. The whole reason I started how I got into that brand was, I made um. About senior year in high school, I I obviously you don't have money, so I couldn't I couldn't really. I was just designing stuff for like probably four years. Yeah. I remember like in um. I was designing stuff like in freshman sophomore year. I went to private school, so I had a we had laptops. Real like it was super bougie. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had laptops real in class. Yeah. So I wouldn't do shit. I would just be on like fucking on the uh, programs, mic- pi- programs like Microsoft. This is before even I knew how to do Photoshop. I was just like on Microsoft Paint and shit and fucking custom custom ink was like it was like an online thing. You know, like yeah. I was able to um <clears throat> MS Paint too. That was like a online yeah, an online yeah. like. Photoshop, So, I remember designing stuff on there. And, like, obviously, I couldn't make it. So, I would have... Dude, I had designs for, like... I probably still have them Mm -hmm. for, like, years just making random shit. And then, um, once I got... I left that school. And um, I went to public school. And, uh, like, senior year, they had uh, the... You know the the shirts? The senior year shorts? Yeah, Yeah. the senior year ones. Mm -hmm. I, um... I really didn't like our year's design at all. Mm-hmm. I was like, this this is so dumb, bro. It's so stupid. I hate it. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to make my own. So <laughs> I, I made my own. And, dude, I was like... every I had everybody in the fucking school have them. Everybody. Like, really? Everybody liked my design. More, every like, senior. Yeah, dude. every senior wanted it. So we sold those bitches out, bro. We sold them all. And no I way. was slaying them out of my car, bro. I was slaying them out of my car. I remember I, I, would, I did pre-orders for it. And people wanted it. And I, I sold them for cheap. Because, like, I think the... I think the senior ones were like about forty bucks. I was only charging like twenty bucks or something, oh, okay. cause like, and it was a crew neck. It was cool, you know, it had a big old design. Okay. So like, it was super sick, and mm-hmm. it had a back design. And um.
0: If you can kind of describe the design, I know it's audio. Oh, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, how yeah. How yeah you no uh, it?
2: design. It was like a shield, mm-hmm. and then it said, uh, "I graduated 2014." So it was class. It's like, it's like yeah, it said class, and then the L and the A was fourteen.
0: Oh okay. And
2: then it we we were Saxons. I wanna, I wanna wear Okay, Lauer. Yeah, yeah. Anaheim, and, um, it was like a shield. So like that's like an Anglo-Saxon, you know? It's like, yeah. And the colors were red, red and yellow. And then on the back it said, "Best you ever seen, class of 2014." Uh-huh. Class of 14. Yeah. Yeah. So like right on, like right on the bottom. Okay. Back piece. So it was super, It was fly. Not gonna lie. Like it was like, yeah. at a bit, you know, back in the day, like big old like
0: crew next, yeah. big old
2: prints were like a thing oh that's yeah, it, yeah big old prints were like a super thing so I did that and it it looked pretty good like people loved it people ate it up people mm-hmm. bought it and I remember bro like it was bad like my uh, the ASB guy they because they designed the original one and they were right. like dude no one's buying ours da 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 and I, I don't know someone told on me or whatever and I it got crazy like I could have um, like
1: <laughs> really <laughs>
2: yeah it got it got crazy because like the whole like school boards came and stuff, because I was, um, selling, I was using their, oh, branding, their logo, their logo yes. and stuff, yeah, like, copyright yeah, bill. yeah, and they're, like, you didn't get permission, da, 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 they're, like, well, we'll give you ultimatum, bro, like, you could, they didn't say bro, but, we'll give you, we'll give you ultimatum, like, <laughs> sir, like, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll use, um, if we could use your logo next year, like, you'll be, you, You'll be fine, and like, oh, we want all your money, da da da. I'm like, that money's gone, bro. Like, I used it. That's what I used going into the uh, brand. I used that to start the other brand, my second brand, which was Ascension, Uh and um, it was like. They, they wanted to buy my design I'm like, no, nah, I'm not giving you my design You're not going to just reuse it next year So I was like, no, it's mine, you can't own it mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like They kind of just gave me a slap on the wrist Like, oh, you can't do that, da-da-da But yeah. it got pretty crazy Like, because the whole, you know, legal thing and stuff Did they ever
0: threaten to, like, not let you walk and stuff like that? <sighs> I
2: don't remember I mean, I know they were going to kick me out of the district They wanted to kick oh, me out of the district, yeah, bro like, really? you were making shirts? Yeah, because it was, like, it was yeah. illegal, you know, like, using. Yeah. And, yeah, this shit was crazy, though, bro um, (laughs) Yeah, so I used that to fuel the second brand, and I used that money, and then I was slinging shirts in school, and in school, it's really easy to, like, you could do a lot, Mm -hmm. you could do a lot in high schools, you see them every day and people, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I was able to sell a lot of stuff, but once Mm -hmm. after, like, high school ended, it was harder to sell the stuff, sell the clothes, and, like, And even the price points, too. Like, people didn't want to spend like 20 bucks on something that was unknown, you know? Really? And, um. Really? Man, I yeah. Like, I
0: feel like 20 bucks is like a good price. I know, like but price.
2: remember in high school, though. Yeah. Like, you remember true. you were like, fuck, dude, I really I want to eat, bro. I yeah. don't want to spend, you know, I don't want to spend 20 bucks on like clothes. I want fucking. That's I like eight chicken Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dog. Yeah. And you're to eat them all in
0: one sitting, too. <laughs> fucking. It's crazy, bro. Yeah, I remember that.
2: Yeah, fucking. And your monster.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Right
2: in the morning, dog. Like, at seven in the morning before class. Yeah,
0: that was crazy. I was never big on the energy drinks. But yeah. yeah, I remember yeah, I people, man, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, people would be eating like takis and hot cheetos exactly, and like bro. coffee for breakfast. Exactly. And, like, Yikes. I,
2: just, sorry, I was doing that shit in middle school, dog. Like, yeah, we right, We our school was right next to the um, Circle K. So mm. Circle K, we would just and I would ride my bike to school. Okay. So we would it would be right there. Boom, stop. Boom, go to school. You know. Yeah. So breakfast of champ. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> breakfast of champions. Okay.
0: So. So how did Ascension do, and then what you learned from Ascension and some of the other brands that you did?
2: I learned like I learned a lot actually. Like, it mainly is like for me consistency. Like, me I was able, I was trying to do a lot of things at once, juggling a lot of like oh when I see a new design, uh when I see, think of something new I just run with it and I would totally forget about like the other stuff that mm. like kind of like getting an image for the brand, an image for the brand, um like price points like websites like all of that like actually keeping up with like customers and mm-hmm. I'm not gonna it didn't I wasn't selling like crazy you know but I, I was selling stuff mm-hmm. and it was like learning how to maneuver like where I didn't know I had nowhere to get my shirt I didn't remember where to get shirts made and all of it and so I was like finding places and I did find I did find a manufacturer mm-hmm. that's local and I, I still use them for a couple of my things now mm-hmm. and this was back in the day though and uh, just learnt, pretty much learning how to maneuver like I guess how to, what people like the designing um, and yeah. price points people were really willing to pay and really learning like I guess kind of early on like people the people that rock with you you know like mm-hmm. but yeah that all got me to where I am now with this brand like mm-hmm. that both of those two brands were very short lived super yeah. short lived and then I kind of fo- I once well, after high school and stuff I started getting into like I started getting into like during high school i was into like sneakers and i'm still am sneakers and that's when i was super heavy into clothes and mm-hmm. a little bit after high school when i started to like actually got a job i remember i was just i was buying all the stuff that i wasn't able to buy you know like, yeah i was like yeah, i had a I, yeah yeah exactly like i had a couple like i remember back in the day like probably like freshman freshman year like I had a bad I still have that Supreme Man And oh, okay. yeah, I remember I just walked in the store And bought it And now it's like You can't You can't do that anymore Yeah, You know so And that's when I started getting Like buying able Like all the shoes That I wasn't able to buy mm-hmm. Like my dunks You know my SBs were really popular back then mm-hmm. So I had, like All my SB dunks You know And then All the grails I've been wanting Like <laughs> I'm so dumb bro I bought fucking yeah. I bought Yeezys bro The, the nice. platinums shoes
0: okay those oh, things were fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. expensive bro
2: yeah like, like I remember those those things like two thousand dollar shoes <laughs> but me being I didn't have the like, bills or anything I had my car I had a car but i I bought it all That's cash a, yeah, so yeah. like I didn't have really anything to do okay I was going to school at the time so it was like I had nothing I now yeah
0: so um, but, it's it's weird like when you don't have money growing up because I had the same experience yeah. for me it was like hats yeah that I was really into it I never really bought shoes like that, but I really like buying it's like funky socks. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I love I, socks, bro. Socks yeah. are amazing. So that was my thing, but I remember spending like, you know, I remember making like $100 purchases on just like yeah, 12 sta- different pairs of, socks, of socks. And, and socks. I'm just like, why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now to look back and I'm like, fuck, but I didn't have. You mean like that's what I liked in high school, or yeah. right after high school, but I didn't have money. Yeah, it's at nostalgia. Time. The
2: nostalgia mm-hmm. that you want, you know. Yeah, and and you're so, able to afford it now. And, exactly. And it's okay. It's okay to spurge like that, you know. And I mean, you learn from it, you know. Mm-hmm. You learn from it. So
0: yeah, because I have a lot of hats now, and I wear like a good like ten, but I have like forty yeah. hats. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> yeah. I, it's hard to rotate them. A lot yeah. of are collecting dust. It's hey, like fuck. It what do I do with them it, now?
2: Gotta, I mean, you say I say you flip them, but yeah, you that you want to hold on to them, you know? Yeah. Like oh, baby, I want to wear that one. Right, it one time. Exactly, you know, you wear it one time it, like fucking after like three years and shit. Yeah, so. <laughs> I have the same way like that. So basically, my sneakers, bro. I have sneakers mm-hmm. that have been sitting, I haven't worn in years, mm-hmm. and it's like it's it's funny, bro. It's mm-hmm. super funny.
0: So with the first two brands, did you use any social media account to help promote you, or were you just all wearing the out?
2: first brand? This on Instagram was barely starting. I didn't know there was some, nobody had like they right. didn't have business profiles back then, so mm-hmm. it was just the normal. Normal pay- it was just my normal personal page And I would just put up I think I put up like one picture Of like the first brand And the second brand I made an actual Instagram for But like I said It just like It fills it out I didn't I wasn't focused on it yeah. Started getting into other stuff You know mm-hmm. I got it like I got into cars Like really Like right after high school mm-hmm. So I I had a Subaru And uh, That one was relatively stock For the most part I bought it my own I bought it myself Like I remember my I was like Hey I told. I, remember I asked my parents I was like because my car would break down on me Like yeah. crazy all the time Like I remember on the freeway It turned off on me Ooh. It would My car would turn off It was a Jeep Cherokee Piece okay. of shit car Don't yeah. ever buy a 96 I heard a Jeep Jeeps. Cherokee I heard
0: Jeep heard, They're down, the
2: worst it? That's the worst year 96 Like They It, it would turn off on me Randomly Like I, I was on the freeway bro I had to leapfrog off that bitch Like it sucked Really? <laughs> yeah like it was scary, and nice. after that, I was like, no, nah, I'm done, bro. I'm done. I, I, I don't want this car anymore." So, <laughs> yeah, I would too. Yeah, I was, I was shitting bricks, bro. And uh, so after that, I got, um, I got a Subaru on my own. Like my parents, like, "You're not gonna be able to get that loan, da 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 da." I was like, "I'm gonna get it. Watch. Mm-hmm. I'm proving you wrong right now. I'm getting it. Mm-hmm. I Got that loan, bro, myself. I saved up that down payment. Mm-hmm. I saved up like the ten percent or whatever you need, and mm-hmm. I got that car. And sadly, that car." It didn't last that long i got in an accident oh. it wasn't my fault it was yeah. the first fault i wasn't going fast mm-hmm. i was just going straight yeah and this dumb fuck made a fucking u-turn and he he made an illegal u-turn like behind so like there's a car and yeah. you know like an intersection you could um
0: peek out a little bit
2: yeah you go you go out and then you wait for the cars to pass you know an in intersection and he did a U-turn behind him, so he, obviously he couldn't see. Yeah,
0: he wasn't in front, so he, he obviously he can't that. see the cars coming. Yeah,
2: he, brand, dude, brand new Lexus, bro, brand new. What year is this? I think like 15, ...2000. 15. Had my new super for like four years, and I like Buffett like fifteen. Dang, yeah. yeah, it's uh, fifteen. Brand new Lexus, bro. He fucking, I, 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 basically T-boned him pretty much. Yeah, but it was his fault because he did an illegal U-turn. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, bro, and it was like this rich white dude and he was all, he was on the phone too oh, and like, bro, man. it was all it was all bad and he knew he was in the wrong okay, cuz he was like, no 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 like all this shit, you know? So, but yeah, that that car it sucked, but that got me really into like cars. Me, my friend Anthony got me super into cars. Mm-hmm. And um my cousin, he had a he had a Subaru. what really got me into Subarus. He his car was crazy fast. Mm-hmm. And uh then I got, I got another Subaru and this one I've had this one for four years now, gonna be five, and uh it's like fully built, <laughs> like yes. fully built race car, nice, like, full cage, everything, bro, like. Yeah. And it, it it's cool, it's fun, but, um, back to the brand stuff, like that. I mean, that ties in with the brand kind of too. Like, I, I was I, was focusing a lot of my money on other things, mm-hmm. and that didn't. um I think like I remember sitting down and with my cousin and I was like, bro, like. I was like I'm, I feel like I'm wasting money on like the car and stuff like don't get me wrong my car it 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 got me places like I met a lot of cool people with it but realistically it's just it's just there it's just a thing like it's yeah not, it's not moving me forward I can't I can't grow from this I can't right. really it's just there you know people are able to enjoy it and that's it mm-hmm. and um they don't they don't get any they don't get anything out of it and um so I remember sitting with my cousin bro sitting I was like dude like I, kind of, I felt like I lost track of what I was really trying to do which is make clothes and stuff I that's my passion I like creating stuff yeah and um, even like with the car I mean I guess it was still me creating being artistic like I designed the whole like livery and stuff like mm-hmm. I made it I made it my own you know mm-hmm. and same thing like my bike and stuff yeah but um, it's just like with the brand Uh, I, I remember sitting down with my cousin and we were like alright man like I gotta we gotta figure I wanna figure this out I wanna figure I wanna create something again like And, bro, like, we were sitting there for hours, hours. And then, yeah, that's the whole colorblind thing, which got me into it. Like, got me into the... Created the brand right there in the car, bro. And uh, it took probably about a little under a year Mm -hmm. for me drafting everything before I came out with my first shirt. Mm -hmm. Like, the concepts, the ideologies, all of it, you know, like, the ethos of the brand, my price points, like, you know, like, I I had the whole... This was in two thousand. Eighteen, mm-hmm. uh, thinking of creating everything, creating like my designs and stuff, and I already had basically two thousand nineteen already done, like the whole collection for that year already, and mm-hmm. this is still two thousand eighteen. So, and um, I learned that I learned that from um, Jeff Staples. Okay, that yeah. I I was watching an interview with him, and he did that. He said he does that. Like, you have to have like your. Like, you yeah, have to have it planned out you right know, like and that's when it makes it easier so mm-hmm. that's that's what i did i planned like majority of the whole brand now and full-fledged it you know like mm-hmm. the actual thing like not compared to the other brands this was like i went 110 percent with this you know yeah so um, yeah mm-hmm.
0: so how you mentioned you're going 110 percent? how was approach a little different from some of the stuff that you did in the first couple brands
2: completely different completely different like mm-hmm. I literally sat down and I was like, I thought of like, from my previous experiences like, I figured out who, what I'm trying to, first what, like, because I remember making, I had the other brands, it was just designs that I thought were cool. Mm-hmm. And like, this was like, I need to have like a meaning behind it. I need to have, it needs to have a story behind it. It needs to have, um, it needs to have context. You yeah. Know? It needs to have like weight to it. And mm-hmm. people really resonate with that. And the whole reason the brand is what it is because, it's very genuine. Mm-hmm. It's very genuine. Like that's I can, I did a very personal approach with it and mm-hmm. um, connecting. Like the brand's very personal to me. It's literally you're getting me. That's the brand. Right. And um, you're getting my art. You know, you're getting my writing, my drawing, my designing. You know, like my you're getting my my ideas, my thoughts, which mm-hmm. are actually really hard. A lot of people to me it's kind of easy. It's easy, but like to a lot of people they don't yeah. they appreciate me bringing ideas to life like a lot of people can't really create mm-hmm. something like that like, yeah exactly And um, it, it's really cool like a lot of people resonate with the brand like that are able to see what I'm doing and they mm-hmm. appreciate it you know so mm-hmm.
0: so go yeah. ahead and explain the meaning behind colorblind because obviously it sticks out Yeah, but, you know just yeah, go yeah, ahead and explain your it, meaning exactly
2: it. so basically back to the whole um designing the whole brand and stuff uh I was, I'm really into, like, film photography, mm-hmm. and this chick got me into it. We, I would shoot black and white film, so obviously no color, you know? And then I, I was, I've I been shooting film for, like, three or four years now, and um, I just love the process of it, making, like, from... You have actually no idea what the image is going to look like till you develop it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I really love that process, and I guess that turned into, like, what I want to do with the brand. Um, it's colorblind is the way I view the world like I don't care who you are what you are where you are where you're from at the end of the day we're all just human and all just trying to reconnect with each other yeah and like I said earlier I showcase that through like everything that I do my photography my art my designing and um even down to just like my logo like this is like my staple logo the colorblind logo with the typography font and um what it represents is white represents birth Mm -hmm. yellow is the earth green is grass blue is water red is fire and black is death Mm -hmm. and that represents the cycle of life which is inside all of us Mm -hmm. and that's why this design is called life and um, yeah just pushing that you know like pushing pushing positivity and pushing um, talking about topics that are on my on my mind you know like Mm -hmm. um, like my first collection it was called celebrating life and basically that was me celebrating my whole life up until when i dropped that first shirt yeah that first uh, color blend tee and uh it was i used like the whole i encapsulated everything that i do like i did the lookbook like the photography i did it in places where i grew up like angel stadium you know okay. my house yeah. 80s house my Fernandes house um their backyards my room where i created all of it mm-hmm. um places where i used to write graffiti you know yeah. like places where i used to skate and bike like the skateboards. i and i used I use a mannequin. His name's Fast Eddie, uh-huh. and uh, I don't like. It's not really about. like Usually, when people make clothes or whatever, like they really focus on like the detail of the shirt or like the model of the person, you know. Yeah. And they usually get like beautiful people and stuff or whatever. And it's like I'm not. It's not about that. The brand isn't about that. It's strictly about the art and strictly about what I'm trying to bring mm-hmm. to the table. Something different, you know. So I use a full mannequin. His name's Fast Eddie. Okay. And, um, <laughs> it's funny because he has no legs and obviously. He has no legs, so. <laughs> I'm like, Fast Eddie. what are you doing? he's just there in the car, you know? Yeah. Like, I got to pull him out and shit. So. <laughs> I'm like, dude, come on. You should have reset set 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. And um, yeah, so I use the mannequin and uh, I put the clothes on it and do it in different spots mm-hmm. you know, as a first collection. And I'm trying to incorporate that with the pre- in, uh, future collections and everything um, from here on out, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Like, so. Yeah and it's really eye-popping i know it's just audio only and i wish we could do yeah, video yeah. and we'll post pictures and stuff on yeah, the, exactly, the mic and our exactly. instagram page but it just popped out because i remember when i sat here with Ed, um, 80 yeah doing an interview too for the podcast and he was wearing the colorblind tee yeah or maybe it was a hoodie but i remember just seeing the logo and it just it stood out to me and yeah, then he's exactly. like oh yeah like go follow his page and that kind of stuff and you see everything you do and what i like about just like one the design of it it's mm-hmm. like so simple but yeah. it's like it's wonderful but then it's like feel like that color blind is like your mantra it's like you it's exactly. like you said to me the other day it's like how you see the world yeah and i think that's great because like there we're we, you know we live in a time where there's a lot of like social media there's mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. of like stuff yeah. that can bring to light a lot of like negative things yeah but it's cool that you know you can kind of flip it and exactly. make positive exactly. stuff out of it you know
2: yeah yeah no it's crazy because like um the thing with the brand is like i social media is cool like you could reach so many different people with yeah. it, But it's also, like... It's also a bad thing. Like, you could be... I'm pretty sure you happened to you. hanging out with your friends and whatever. You're... They're not even interacting yeah, with you. Yeah, they're I'm on their going. phones talking to other people. Like... But, like, you need to cherish those moments that you have with those people. You know? And, like... Mm-hmm. The cool thing is with the brand. Like, if you wear this jacket, I wear this jacket out. Someone's gonna stop you. Yeah. Someone's gonna ask you what it is. And... Yeah. That's what I want. I want you to ask questions. I want you to talk to me. I want to have an interaction with you. Because that could... Tumble down to an avalanche of other things, you know And mm-hmm. you could make a new friend, you know You could make You could Do all this stuff with Just this word, you know Just this mm-hmm. idea that I brought to life mm-hmm. And um Even down like it, It's crazy Like people think like It's The font is like It's like You can't really tell I'll kind of explain a little bit Like the color The word colors, primary colors mm-hmm. And then blind is black Like you can't see it And I did it on a black shirt So mm-hmm. like Visually like it's like a blind person, you know? Yeah. But obviously, I explained the meaning earlier, so it's yeah. like, there's there's more to it, but just visually appealing, that's, even if you don't get it, you still appreciate the design yeah. concept of it, and that's, that's a cool, that's what I've learned over the years, like, I know I make, I, I'm not trying to be cocky or anything, you know, I know I make dope shit, like, I know I create dope stuff, mm-hmm. and even if you don't, even if everything I do goes over your head, you can still appreciate just the design concept of everything, and of course, that's, it's it's really hard to like, I feel, do that with a lot of brands. A mm-hmm. lot of brands now is like, they see someone, they see someone have a brand and they like, they see them making money or whatever and they're like, oh shit, like I want to do that. I want to do that, you know? I want to I wanna make some money. So they get in the whole like fast, fa- it's the whole...
0: Microwave. Oh
2: yeah, the whole yeah. thing is like a fast fashion. Like they'll be popping, like they'll do whatever's in trend right now, but they'll last one or two years then you'll fizzle out, bro. Yeah. You're not lasting, you're not creating an image for yourself. You're just doing whatever the wave is right now. And yeah and it's the same thing with music too like I talk about it with a
0: lot of the rappers that I've had on you know there's a lot of rappers right now that just try and catch this wave and and get it while it's hot and blow up real quick but you know a lot of these rappers aren't gonna last
2: yeah exactly you don't have substance after that they're Mm -hmm. gonna just know you for that and that's it and Mm -hmm. you don't you don't have an identity behind you or any of that you know so Mm it's kind of it's it's the same thing like the fashion industry it's like Mm -hmm. rap I mean they go hand in hand you know rap and fashion like uh, any I mean m- I mean any music kind of goes with fashion but me, ma- I think mainly like where you see a lot like look at Paris fashion look at Virgil Abba yeah. you know like it's it's all coming back to like hip hop and yeah. hip hop is a really big part of everything Yeah, and it's it's crazy it's crazy to see mm-hmm. the day and age that fashion is in right now and like musically too, like it's it's crazy, you know. People come out with albums like every fucking second, you know. Yeah, like exactly. Apple Music, like yeah. I can't keep up, bro. I can't keep up. Yeah, it's, crazy. it's hard.
0: It's hard. It's crazy. There's a lot more music out there for sure. Exactly. But you look at some of like the main players in music, like Rihanna. Yeah. ASAP Rocky. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other people, but a lot of them have like are they're really big into fashion or Kanye yeah. West? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? They're all like they have their hand dipped in hip-hop or yeah, music yeah, but they also yeah. have their hand dipped in uh, yeah they
2: started obviously they started in hip-hop but they were still fashion icons even when they weren't they didn't have fashion yeah. stuff you know so people people were looking at them you know mm-hmm. what are they wearing you Jay-Z know? Yeah, exactly, exactly mm-hmm. so it's it, it's really cool man it's super cool remember fucking uh, what is it uh 50 cents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. G-Unit. Yeah, G-Unit. Dude, those are hard, bro. Those
0: are hard. I remember having... I I told this story, I think, with the 80s. (laughs) But I'll tell you, too. (laughs) I had these gray G-Unit suede shoes, and they're super nice. Icy, bro. Icy, Super nice. My parents would give me one shoe a year before the school year, and, you know, so that was like my shoe for the year. And so they're nice shoes, and I remember like towards the winter we did like this Aster Camp thing because I was in Santa and a unified school district yeah. at the time, and it's like fifth grade they take you to like it was Idlewild, so mm-hmm. it's in the mountains. And uh, my parents told me not to take it, told me not to take it, told me not to take the shoes, you and took I them. took them. <laughs> I took them, and yeah. I because I I love them so much I wore them the entire time. Exactly. But like one of the days we had to like actually like go out and hike, and there was like we yeah. were hiking in some high parts where there was a lot of snow and like melted snow, oh. so I was stepping in puddles. And basically, they came back ruined, and yeah, I remember how yeah, to, like, to confront my parents and be like, yo, I, they're, they're ruined now, I brought them, like, <laughs> yeah. I went against what you said, and I remember getting scolded and everything, but it yeah. was it was like, I was super into G-Unit, like the game, of yeah, you said uh, those were my guys when I was yeah, younger. Yeah, they're hard, bro. Mm-hmm. You like
2: g album? Yeah. Uh, or, or not G-Unit, uh, the game's album. Yeah. yeah, born to rap, man, that yeah. was... Dude, Dom honestly, Dom Kennedy's one of like super big. I oh, like Dom yeah. Kennedy a lot. $500 he, Candles? Bro, he for, he produced like the whole album for him. Did he? Yeah. Dom Kennedy was like the main producer. Yeah. yeah it is super cool. Yeah, it's super sick. Like,
0: yeah. And what I like about those two songs that he's featured in, I know one of $500 Candles, Um, I forgot the other one. It's not Carmen Electra. Um, but the two songs that he's in, like, you hear Dom Kennedy kind of go away from what he used to do. Yeah, yeah. Or the, usually does. Yeah. Like, usually, you know, he's talking about the partying or just different yeah. stuff. Where this one he's more like singing and it's a little bit more like, like open. Yeah, he's talking about more like
2: more real, more real type of stuff. Exactly. It's it's probably just him growing up, you know. Yeah. Him diversifying himself and look at that—he's an exclusive producer on that album. Like, that's that's crazy, you know. Just come from being a rapper to being actual producer, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the whole OPM. Other people's money on shit's fire. Yeah, oh, uh, dude, that one was, that was a great song, on, yeah. <laughs> but oh. it's
0: super, I remember just even like the style back then with the Game in 50, like, yeah. you know, the whole big, the big yeah. jerseys. Yeah. I have a lot of jerseys that I like will go out and wear sometimes, yeah. and modeling after that style, and, like the exactly. headbands. Yeah, and, like...
2: exactly. I, it's funny. I have an NBA headband, a white one that I wear because I have long hair, so yeah. when I print clothes, I wear that badass white, white NBA headband, uh-huh. so... It's just funny because <laughs> <laughs> I have all throwing all my trash in the fucking bucket of like Kobe and shit. <laughs> fucking ink everywhere is Yeah, that's tight. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I also wanted to ask too, what what kind of response did you get when you first started releasing Colorblind and, and some of the, the gear that you had out? Because to me, when I see it, it's like it's a like I said, it's a very powerful word, especially mm-hmm. in the climate that we live in now. Yeah. What kind of response did you get?
2: Honestly, it was like a lot of people... I kind of was in the shadows with it for a long time, like me learning over the time too. This is me anything in life, like uh, <laughs> me. I like saying a lot of shit, but I don't like doing it. Yeah. Like okay. I'll, I'll I'll fall off and I won't keep my word and shit. Mm-hmm. So I told myself, like in beginning, like when I started the brand, like when I thought of the idea, I was like, I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say shit anymore, man. I'm just gonna fucking do it. So I would just do it and then. I remember I would talk to my close homies, my close friends, my family, get their opinions, and then um, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people really liked it. I mean, I think I asked them kind of after I made the I obviously my close my cousin Andy, uh, Anthony, uh, eighty. Like I, I asked them, I asked them beforehand, like. Mm-hmm. Um, what they think about it but like my family and stuff and other people like I asked them after because obviously it's, I wanted to just create it and it the brand was like for myself more than anything you know it's for me to create and for me to be inspired and to inspire other people and after I made the brand that's when I started I got I was getting good reactions and mm-hmm. I mean it's I haven't really gotten any bad reactions the only bad people I get are people that are like they don't know the, they don't know behind the story behind the brand or whatever yeah. other designs I have. I think like there's a page on Reddit. It's called Streetwear Startup, and it's basically a bunch of people like that have um, starting out brands too. Yeah. So you could put your designs up, and like sixty thousand people look at it. So it's it's a good platform. Like before you come out with a shirt or something or an a or a design, you could show it on there and damn, that's cool. Like they 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 critique it in a sense, but yeah. like they're all doing the same thing as you. So like. You gotta take everything with a grain of salt. Like people, people will fucking eat your shit yeah. out there. And they'll fucking chew your ass mm-hmm. out. I remember I made a design, and sometimes like this looks like a fifth grader made it. I, <laughs> oh, I fucking shit. hate it. Uh huh. And I was like, damn, that's probably a fifth grader. Yeah, it I was though, like, either. yeah, I was like,
1: fuck, all right, then bro. Yeah.
2: And like I was just, I had, I was, I got a little pissed. I was like, what the fuck, bro? Like I spent like fucking four hours doing this. We talking about? Yeah. And um yeah it's just it's funny with me learning to, take, to, learning that like take everything with a grain of salt you know like mm-hmm. the thing is like if they're talking about it good or bad it's still it's, good, it's yeah. still something it's still publicity you know it's still exactly. getting the word out there and um, me growing up I learned like I'll get pissed with someone like you know like but that's their opinion you know they could do whatever they want to think and yeah. for the most part I, be, I get good I get positive I get positive <clears throat> feedback from it so from the brand mm-hmm. what I'm doing and
0: that's good to hear yeah I, I feel like now too especially especially on Reddit I don't know a whole lot about Reddit but I hear a lot of the stories yeah it's like there's no face to anything yeah no exactly exactly and like, so there's a lot of cancel culture a lot of can, like a lot of just want to I wanna disagree with the popular opinion yeah. just so I could kind yeah. of start an argument. Yeah, exactly. And you see that on all social media platforms yeah. but I feel like Reddit specifically. Reddit, because
2: yeah, Reddit's like it's a forum, so like you could yeah. it's easy it's mainly just talking, you know, and just mm. showing images and stuff. So it it is a good platform. I mean, if anybody's starting a brand, check that check that out, Street Startup. Like I tell people that like that message to me, like, Hey, what should I do? Da 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 I'm like put your designs on there, like show it and mm-hmm. see the feedback you get from other designers in a sense, you know? Because, I mean, a lot of it is just, like, people coming up with mock-ups and stuff and not physical product. But, like, yeah, when people come up with, like, actual physical product and something really dope, like, it goes <laughs> really good. You know, people, like, actually see someone doing it and they, w- they want to do it. And okay. a lot of people, like, even people just, some people are just in it just to buy stuff, too. So, mm-hmm. like, oh, I've gotten nice. a couple people, like, out of state that bought stuff just because they see my stuff on Reddit, uh-huh, you know? Reddit, yeah. Yeah, so they find the website and I get a I an amazing fucking customer, you know, mm-hmm. from who knows where just goes over the internet yeah so it is internet could be good you No, know, internet could be good yeah of course
0: but, yeah man, Yeah. So. So, so speaking of your website when you had all the line coming out in 2019 did you already have the website pre-made and ready to go or is it something that you built along the way
2: oh uh, uh, <laughs> so I had no idea how to really build a website and um, I I was like crunch time when the collection was gonna drop I already had the shirts pretty much but I needed to build the website you know like yeah. Me thinking I'm gonna freaking get like oh my god I'm gonna sell out instantly no no everybody loves it no 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 you know so I yeah. um I was two weeks bro I remember it was a Super Bowl that was around the, the Super okay. Bowl was happening I think and I remember I was just sitting there I I don't I don't really care about sports like like my like dad yeah. yeah yeah my dad's super into sports and stuff I'm I'm not like and um they're like so I don't it doesn't really matter but I was I was just sitting there everybody's like screaming and stuff I was literally sitting there building my website for like the whole the whole football game from like before it started right when I sat down all the way to the end dang and that was just like one day I was building it for like probably a week and a half two weeks almost building Mm -hmm. it and making it how I wanted it the vision I wanted for it you know Mm -hmm. and obviously I just I just redesigned the homepage now and um with with my documentary that that just came out pretty recently so Mm -hmm. it's on there so people can watch it and it's really it's really cool making the website and that's another design aspect I could do you know like Mm -hmm. I have a whole vision just for my website alone that's gonna that's gonna be crazy but it's like it has a whole bunch of coding that I don't know how to do yet and I'm still (laughs) I'm still learning like things with me I'm very I'm very detail oriented and I like I like doing the process same thing like I said earlier about the film the film developing like the process of it's super sick and I do that with everything. My bike, there was a process in making Mm -hmm. the bike from beginning to what it is now, making its own art piece in a sense. My car, the process from beginning to what it is now, like Mm -hmm. even the next stage is like what it's going to be, you know, and same thing with the brand. When I first started, it was just an idea and the process of making the clothes and even all that, man, like the whole process of it, I love doing, you know, I love creating, I love making something come to life, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's insane because, like, even, like, now I was, like, I was having my shirts made locally Mm -hmm. when I first started, but I was like, nah, man. Like, me wanting to make something my own, I was like, I want to do it now. I want to make the clothes. I've been wanting to do it for a long time, so... I... AD actually made me... He made me... Because he did the same thing with his room. He made a studio. (laughs) Yeah. And I I was like, I was like, all right bro, whatever. Fuck it. Like, I don't need a bed anymore. Yeah. So I took out my bed completely and now it's my... Now it's my studio in a sense. Like... Mm -hmm. I make I make my clothes there. I make all the clothes there. It's the so, workspace too. Yeah, it's yeah, my yeah. workspace. Make it was for, it was originally my creative space anyways, but now it's like a studio slash creative space. Like everything in one hub, and it actually helps a lot. Like obviously there's a lot more room now, mm-hmm. and um, I I feel like I'm able to create a lot of stuff way more way easier and. It's just, it feels good when I go in there. I mean, yeah, of course, you walk in there, it's fucking messy as shit. And yeah. Like, you're like, what the fuck? This shit looks like a fucking goddamn tornado. <laughs> but it's, it's, um it's, it's good messy. Mess. You know, I know exactly where everything is at, so. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's cool. And I mean, that kind of ties in with, like, even when I, when I do booths and stuff, like, when I do booths at events or whatever, I make the room, mm-hmm. I make The space that I have Looked like my room Looked Mm -hmm. like my studio Where he created all of it Mm -hmm. So it was very genuine You know And I I I really appreciate that I got that idea from I don't know Have you been to Fairfax
0: Yeah Recently Uh, Oh not recently
2: Have you been to um, I mean they've been there For a while now But uh, you know This shop called Apartment 4B No, I
0: don't
2: Uh, Well anyways This fucking Is a cool ass store And um, his store Looks like an apartment Like in New York Okay. It looks like a legit like small ass apartment like that mm-hmm. would be in New York, you know, and like old. Like, it reminds me of like walking in like to the ni- like a nineties like, Ooh, okay. like I've seen like, like like juice like juice or something, okay, you know, okay, like you okay, know okay, the, yeah. the movies are. Um, I don't remember it. It's the one. Painful, like painful oh, pain or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you remember like the rooms how they used to look or like even like remember i've seen that skateboard movie mid-90s mid-90s yeah, yeah. you know okay. remember the kid walks in the room yeah and the little brother and he sees all the shit it's like yeah, that's man. what it looks like inside okay inside nice. like it's like it has like art everywhere and like yeah. a table it has like like a thing where he's like counting money and, like drugs and stuff so like it's like it looks really cool A little tv mm-hmm. and there's the whole aesthetic of it. it looks super sick and i was like fuck like when i was making mine i was like oh, i want to put like my little twist on that you know yeah and um I remember recently we went over there and I met him I, and I, I met the owner he's always there I forgot his name but I uh, I showed him and I was like he's like oh dude that's fucking cool man and I yeah. said yeah bro you inspired me man like I like taking my inspiration from a lot of a lot of different things you know
0: so. mm-hmm. what was the first event that you got to do and, and you know kind of set up shop at <laughs>
2: my first event bro yeah. I was like I bought my booth I got my my booth is full custom I designed the booth myself mm-hmm. and um, like the outside part you know has like your logo and stuff Yeah. it's my logo like one big logo like half and half mm-hmm. so it goes all the way through and it's like fully enclosed so um what i <laughs> my first event i was like dude i want to i want to use this already it was just city i had it popped up in the backyard just <laughs> so i was like damn i want to use it for something yeah. so i made like fake <laughs> i made like fake garage sale flyers okay and i would put them around my t- my city si- like around not my city but like i took a picture of it and like i put it in like in like, a, like, on a pole, like, in different places. Yeah, neighborhood. And <laughs> I did a garage sale as okay. my first pop-up in front of my house. No way. Yeah, so that was my first, I guess, official thing. Yeah. Like, I I made I set the whole room set up. I brought my TV and put the Nintendo and everything. Like, a working TV so you could play the Nintendo. Oh,
0: so, damn. Like, all right. So it
2: would physically look like my room. And I want to emulate yeah. all of it, you know? And um, I, I bring that big-ass little TV with me. I just did a show in San Diego. And um, I brought the big ass TV with me, still in the fucking little ass car, and it's super ghetto rigged house. <laughs> I had it working too. Like I brought a battery and like an inverter. Mm-hmm. I also like like mad scientists and shit, bro. Tried to make that shit work, mm-hmm. and it worked, and it was pretty cool. People love that shit. That's People right. love it because like they love like the nostalgia of it. And uh-huh. I mean like my brand is that's what it is. It's based off everything I'm into, you know. So, yeah, but. Yeah, that, that was my first pop up, man. man. In front of my fucking tight. house. In front of yeah, my house. Yeah, <laughs> what was the kind of like the
0: response to that? <laughs> Honestly,
2: it was pretty good. People were coming in and out. Like my first, my first person that bought something. His name's Emerson. He's a homie now. Um, he uh, he was the first person to buy something, and at the time he was a random person. So I thought that shit blew my mind. Like mm-hmm. the first person to buy something was something that I had no idea who he was. Yeah, you know, it's he like found your me first Instagram. dollar. You know. Yeah. So it was like, fuck, that shit's cool. Yeah. So yeah the fonts was really sick it was super cool a lot of people came out supported it was, it was really cool I met a the cool thing is I met a lot of people that followed me on Instagram and stuff mm-hmm. and they they are able to put a face to the name you know a yeah. face to the brand and I feel like now back in the day brands kind of didn't really do that no, but no. now I mean with social media and stuff you're able to I guess what I what I want to show is like like almost kind of anybody like even if you're not making clothes or whatever, anybody could do this, you know, I'm just, I'm a normal ass dude, bro. Like I'm right. I'm just doing my nine to five and I'm making this shit, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and I want to make sure people know, like there's actually somebody behind it. It's not, you're not talking to a robot. You're actually talking to me. Right. I'm helping you with all your stuff. I'm packing your orders. I'm Mm -hmm. designing everything. You know, I'm I'm literally physically printing your clothes that you're going to wear, you know, like, so it's, it's really cool. I'm able to, Get those interactions and make those friendships with the people that support me, support my brand. So Mm -hmm. It's it's amazing. It's really yeah, cool. it's really yeah.
0: Cool. And it's nice how like social media, like you said, has evolved from yeah, that because exactly. we mentioned it like earlier when we were talking about the earlier brands. Instagram didn't really have that yeah, kind of yeah. platform back then. It didn't. Then. It didn't. You know, I mean, it was a completely different. Like when you look at old pictures of how Instagram was down. Yeah. I remember the, and the
2: filters. You remember that filter? Yeah. Always, I'm trying to remember what my favorite filter was.
0: I remember. I think it was like Nashville that had a little yeah, black yeah. border.
2: Yeah. think was like mine was like the one that looked all like vinaigrette, like all old. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Okay. Those filters are
0: sick. Yeah. And remember when it was like chronological.
2: yeah fuck we fucked it up this
0: fucking sucks though yeah it's kind of weird to figure out the algorithm but it it does help you make i mean you see it now like for like not even if you're just starting to start a clothing brand but like there's so many influencers on instagram and people with just different kind of platforms whether it's podcasts or being an artist now now they have like the business page you can put on instagram and it's it's crazy what you could do with it
2: look yeah bro you can make look at people like on youtube and stuff bro that's that's your job yeah you could make money off YouTube you live off YouTube yeah um, it's, pretty like, wild. it's It's crazy it's insane and mm-hmm. like imagine telling someone that like like dude look at when YouTube started you know when do you, have you heard about that the story of YouTube like mm-hmm. the person that pitched the idea for YouTube he was like he was like he was trying to get investors and stuff and he was like he was like oh uh, I'm pitching this idea for YouTube he's like there's not that many people there's not that many videos in the world that people will want to watch <laughs>
0: That, that's it. what people said
2: that's what the guy the like the main investor guy or something said He is like he's like no one's gonna wanna watch that many videos <laughs> little Dude, did they know
0: little, idiot, little did they know right look at that
2: it's like that's all like, look at every that's almost everything is big yeah. big companies got like Apple you know look at yeah. Apple
0: yeah um, Apple was made after they, they pitched it to Microsoft didn't exactly they? exactly and like Facebook was pitched to a few yeah. people and they were yeah, like, so nah, like whack, it, you know?
2: I guess it's just taking that risk you know yeah and it's it's you never know where it's gonna get
0: you yeah i think it'd be crazy to have one of those ideas you, or just even to like know someone who has yeah, one of those ideas yeah. that's so like the next big thing next big thing you're yeah. like what
2: though i mean i feel like we all have those ideas like in the shower and shit kind and of then yeah fucking, you lose them and but shit to put it like actually yeah, yeah like, like damn and I, I got the, the cure to cancer you know like yeah. shit <laughs> i'm a to oh fuck i forgot it bro you yeah. know like <laughs> it's but
0: funny you, sometimes like dreams are like that too though where yeah, exactly. i'll have like a dream where it's like a dope yeah, you I know, almost like in a movie, and i was like, damn, I should write this down. Like, yeah, it's pretty yeah. dope because yeah. you know, like by the next day you already forget it. Mm-hmm. Whether you had another dream or you just exactly. went through a whole day exactly. stuff you and know? you forget.
2: I it's funny because like I dream a lot, and um, I I always have my notebook with me that I draw on stuff. But like, I'll if I re- try to remember a dream, I'll like get up and try to write it down instantly because yeah. you never know what's in it. You never know what. Could I try to write as much as I could remember? Yeah. So I mean, I feel like it helps. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Cause I, it's funny because like, I think um like that San Diego show. I had a dream about it like the night before, mm. and I was like, okay, like I was like, I gotta, I gotta set it up like this and let me you know. Cause, and I set it up like that, and people, people liked it, you know, like yeah. so it's it's really cool how like how your brain works and. The it thing. is,
0: yeah, it's a trip.
2: Your brain could do so much. It's, mm-hmm. it's insane. It's insane.
0: Yeah, especially when you're not even like you're sleeping you're yeah, not yeah, using it you yeah, like, exactly. not you're unconscious you're unconscious yeah. mm. you ever seen that movie Inception dude that movie's insane bro. yeah it's, I, insane. it's on Netflix now and I just saw really? it the other day with my girl Oh. bro I was watching and I was like man this is a trip dude that movie's, that movie's that is
2: a trip bro I
0: thought it was a good idea for a movie you know even like the acting was really well executed like Leo's always pretty solid Oh hell, yeah, 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 so it was just like man with it, like the whole it's captivating you yeah know? Exactly. You know, like, you fuck, wanna, I want to learn yeah, more about this I
2: want to know more you know like it's it was really cool it was super sick mhm same thing kind of like, with, like The Matrix and stuff. Oh, Matrix. yeah. I just watched that recently, like the original Matrix. Like, uh-huh. bro, that shit. I was like, whoa. <laughs> For like 1991 or 1999 when this movie yeah, came out? I was thousand. like, bro, this shit looks fucking sick. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm really into like the visuals and stuff and like how, yeah. how things like... I'm really into like old stuff too. So I like seeing like the history behind it and everything and how mm-hmm. it came
0: well even movies I remember like Back to the Future that came out in 85 the first one yeah and like the gra- like you mean like you watch other movies from the 80s yeah. or even the 90s you yeah. can still see like the strings of yeah, like birds exactly. or whatever yeah. and so it's like man that, they had that shit down and like the whole concept of it is cool too like That's exactly yeah I've always been surprised that like they remake a lot of movies right from the hero movies and yeah yeah other stuff yeah, they yeah. Make remake a lot of things I'm surprised no one's ever remade Back to the Future oh, in that yeah. series because that was like pretty popular and with the technology. Now I feel like they could even make it look like cleaner and crisper. But, but
2: what would it what would it be? Would it be the same exact Back to the Future?
0: It does not have to be, would but it, it be could like- be
2: Back to like now, <laughs> would yeah. it be right now? Yeah. <laughs> They're just doing shit now. It's like, all right, cool. <laughs> They're like, all right, get in the fucking Delorean. Let's just take your ass to work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jump them out. Oh, yeah.
2: Those cars are piece of shit cars, too, like in yeah. real life. That's like, right. it's so, yeah it was like, so like, <laughs> yeah, that so movie that an hour Yeah.
0: <laughs> Bro, it's like it's a trip. Like everything from that movie is because they they have the what are they what do they go to like 2016 I think it is or 2018? I think it was 2018. Cause, yeah, because yeah, yeah, it, it was recent, it was right? Yeah, I remember it like just happened the, or it was old. Yeah, this is the Back to the Future yeah. day, and they had like floating hover cars. But that was their idea of what 2018 it, would be. It's
2: crazy, bro. People thought that like I, I I talked to I always talked to my dad about this. Like I was like because obviously we were we were young when it was like 2000s mm-hmm. like been two thousand, like the world was supposed to end. We were supposed yeah, to have all this crazy stuff there's all this crazy crazy stuff was supposed to happen after two thousand. We're supposed to have hover cars, da da, fucking jetpacks taking you to work. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have any of that, bro. You no. know, and it's like I mean there's little stuff here every have you seen that video of that dude with the jetpack? Like, yeah. like they're starting to get, yeah, it, get but towards it's, it. But
0: it's like we're still like in we're the not, we're not, It's we're not like the, being public. Yeah, sold. we haven't
2: done anything yet. I'm pretty sure there are stuff, but it's all hidden now. Mm-hmm. But um Yeah, bro. Like it's it's crazy. You think like how far we think we're gonna get, but realistically, It takes time. We aren't we aren't near any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know any of that?
0: And I think we can like as just like humans in general, like as a larger population, we can be sometimes be our own worst enemy. Oh, exactly. We are. We are. You
2: know, like even I mean, like look at the stuff now. Like, very stuff that's coming in is electric cars. Like, Honda and stuff, they, they made cars like this, like, in the 80s, but they tra- they trashed it because we didn't have the yeah. technology. Now we have the technology for electric cars that go... Teslas? Yeah, look shit. at that. Look at Tesla. Like, so, yeah. it's it's really... It, I guess we are. I guess this is our future right now, but yeah. we're not, like, hover cars yet, you know? Yeah. Like, that'd be cool, though, having
0: a hover car. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think even, like, having, like, all electric cars out yeah, there, I think that'd be tight, cars, too. You know? I know there's, like, there's plans to... To, i think you could take like the technology from tesla yeah and they're trying to put in like a, a portable battery pack where you could put it into any car and now oh. you can make any car a hybrid which i think that'd be really dope too that'd be really you cool, know yeah. i don't know how far they're along in the process but i heard i remember seeing an article mm-hmm. that they're starting to work towards that yeah the thing would be insane, cool because yeah. i know i think you know the hardest thing is to going all electric people are going to love their old 60s yeah. mustangs or the 64 impalas yeah. people who are like classic car people what are you going to do you can't like yeah you know you can't get rid of all gasoline so, cars I mean,
2: sometimes like it's funny um, I'm super into anime and stuff so I'm gonna like refer it, yeah. reference like anime reference or <laughs> uh, manga because it's a manga it's you know like Initial D and stuff mm-hmm. um, it's the guy that created Initial D but it's pretty much in the future and everybody drives like electric cars and stuff but this guy has a fucking GTR and he's the only guy and he's like there's this race and it's all these badass crazy electric cars that don't run on fuel Uh and he's the only car that's racing on fuel Uh and it's like a badass fucking GTR or something and he's like nah I'm gonna fucking beat everybody with my fucking old ass GTR Uh and it's like said in the near future kind of like ish uh-huh. and it's i don't know i just thought of that right now when you yeah. said all the, people, all the
0: people in the old cars right there, they're gonna be like no i want to keep my exactly. car exactly there's still it's people, better yeah there's still people who would think like the the nova from yeah, the 70s yeah, exactly. is, is, I mean, is it you know the camaros the old it, chevelles that kind of stuff but those things are timeless bro they're never yeah. gonna go out of style exactly it's the that's the
2: cool thing about it's nostalgic, it nostalgic like, you know yeah that's the cool thing about it. and like i mean that's that's why i really like heavy on like even with the brand like stuff that like inspires me like mm-hmm. i'm inspired by so many different things bro i'm inspired by your house right now like i like the i like this <laughs> hey, fucking glass thing right here dude like shout out to my mom. Yeah, yeah that was there when we sad. got there though, yeah we yeah, that, yeah it's, it's super nice you know like uh-huh. this whole bunch of shit inspires me i'm really into like signage and like freeway signs and stuff yeah, like, and i collect true. signs so um it's funny because like you think like the signs like we look at it every day like nothing but mm-hmm. those like, that's history bro that's that's
0: like someone had to like yeah. sit, jot that down and get the blueprint yeah right, you and know? It's like, like we're gonna put stops at every like yeah. street yeah and know? like
2: even like the typography behind it like, you're able you're, you could notice that anybody in the world could go anywhere and you know what a stop sign is you know yeah. so that's how iconic it is yeah
0: even even like like major cities and like downtowns, it's all based on a grid yeah and you go to like from Sacramento to Los Angeles <coughs> to San Diego you know exactly the, they all have like the 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 one through, you know, they all have the first, yeah, the one through 35th seven, Street, and yeah, exactly. Whatever. And they all have the uh ABC streets, exactly, you know, so exactly. It's like very, we, we're like very copycat, yeah. You know exactly. I mean, especially big things, it's just like it resonates, mm-hmm. you know, because you can go to any downtown, I'm sure even the cities in London are like that, yeah. Beijing or yeah, Hong Kong, they're they're exactly. all like in that grid. At least in the downtown, yeah, part, yeah, where it's like okay, you're going north, and there a lot of times are one ways yeah. too.
2: It's just that's just Big Brother, man. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> Conspiracy <Yeah>. shit. Right? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> so going back to your brand, you mentioned earlier too, you work a nine to five. How do you juggle that working the nine to five and also putting your heart and your passion into this?
2: I mean, now I chilled out a bit. I don't, I don't work as much, but when I first started, when I first had the brand, even like a year before the brand, I wanted to make sure I went into the brand, like no debt at all. I wanted to have no, no debt. I want to start fresh, you know, and it's just, it's always good as uh, me being, I'm 23. I, I don't want to have any debt. I don't, I don't like being in debt, you know, like mm-hmm. a lot of people get credit cards and all this crazy shit and, nah, bro, not me. And, um, so I was working I was working my ass off bro just to pay everything off. So for like a full year pretty much, I would go work my job, go in at three, mm-hmm. get off at eleven, and then I would work at Amazon too. And I would go in at Amazon at twelve in the morning Damn. and get off at seven in the morning. <sighs> I did that shit for a full year, bro. But I was just grinding, stacking my chips, saving up money so I could pay I didn't have a lot of debt, but save money just regardless, just to save so I have a so I don't gotta worry about anything anymore, you know, like so I'm able to put Focus my time on the brand and stuff, cause I already envisioned in two thousand nineteen. I was like, this is the beginning two two thousand eighteen when I first started that like yeah. the Amazon job. I was like, this is money just to save, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I was did that for a full year, bro, just nonstop. My only day off was Sunday, and that's when I was like, I was dude. I would wake up like I would wake up at two, go to work at three, go home at seven, stay up cause I'm insomnia till like ten or whatever, and then sleep. I did that for, for a whole year, bro. Damn. But it sucked. Yeah, it was horrible. I don't know how I did it for a whole year, but by that time, that was just me in plotting mode. You know, this is before even coming out with a shirt. Right. And this is how I, yeah, was the sacrifice I had to make. You know, mm-hmm. if I wanted to start fresh, it was me starting 2019 off fresh with mm-hmm. no debt, no none of that. And um, yeah, and then I still kept the job during the brand because um, I had to pay off my car a little bit and so I was still at both jobs till about like June and then um, I realized like in June that's kind of when stuff started picking up like like when I first started the brand bro I didn't get my first order till like after like three months yeah. my first online order dang and me dude, me building that site for like a whole week I was yeah. like oh, fuck I gotta, I gotta get all the orders yeah. I didn't get an order till like three months after wow okay so it's like you know yeah and it, it was sitting I was like I was getting discouraged and stuff but of then course. I was like nah no, I, I gotta keep pushing you know I was still working. I was like, I'm busy. I'm fine. I'm busy. You know, mm-hmm. even if it isn't working there, I'm still I'm working. I'm making money. I'm saving. Mm-hmm. So, um, around like June ish, that's when I uh, I forgot what I came out with. I think I hit like a thousand followers on Instagram or something. Okay. And uh, that's relatively, I think, relatively quick. Yeah. For um. Especially when you're just starting yeah, it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's when I I gave out like free tees I gave out free teas, thanking people. You know, thanking. The supporters the fans everybody mm-hmm. and um i dropped those and dude i sold. i was selling like i sold them all out in like almost like a week and i was like fuck okay like that got first i got people's attention on the brand mm-hmm. and um from there i was like okay i can't i was putting 100 100 into the brand but i was like okay people are noticing it now people are picking it up i gotta start doing 110 of the brand so that's when yeah i left amazon and i just kept my monday through friday and I'm okay with doing that because I go in at night so in the morning I wake up I'm able to wake up and pack my orders and do whatever yeah and then ship them out on the weekends or before work because my work. I have to pass the post office on my way to work so it kind of works mm-hmm. it works for me and um, but yeah so I was able to juggling that um, like I said that's putting more of my effort into the brand yeah and it's not really juggling it anymore because I, I kind of worked it out I've been in my restaurant for a while now mm-hmm. so um I'm able to talk to him talk to my boss and figure it out and I mean he knows what he know I've, I told him he knows what I'm doing so it's like if I need to leave like I'm like this brand's more important to me right now like I'm trying to that's, that's what I want to do you know yeah. so it's like like we were talking earlier like the brand like uh, the brand the the work it'll, um, yeah. they'll they'll get rid of me instantly you know yeah, it's and, the number yeah yeah'm yeah, I'm, I'm realizing that I'm realizing that now, like, I remember, like, I, the whole year, I was working like crazy, bro. I was, nah, I can't go, I gotta work, you know, da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Now I realizing I'm like, nah, bro, like, mm-hmm. there's, there's more to life than just working. Working, yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and, I mean, I don't want to call the brand work, you know, because I, I love doing this, mm-hmm. so, um. But that's the goal eventually, yeah, right, yeah, exactly, you know? Yeah, exactly, so, mm-hmm. that, I guess that ties in working the nine-to-five, and the brand, it's kind of, it could get stressful still. Because like say I do like right now I'm, st- I'm stressing because I gotta I have my one year anniversary coming up yeah with the brand so I'm gonna um, I gotta make clothes I gotta do the marketing and stuff and mm-hmm. uh, all of that you know and that's coming up like in probably about two weeks on the, yeah like the day before Valentine's Day okay so, the so early February yeah, yeah I'm gonna do like the 14th I think we're gonna do a 14th uh, drop for Valentine's Day okay. with the one year anniversary connected nice. so it'll be really cool and um yeah so I'm just struggling with like that and stuff you know like, mm-hmm. time management that's a big thing trying to juggle yeah. juggle everything like you know work is cool because I have it like memorized back in my head so I don't gotta I don't gotta stress with it mm-hmm. so I'm it's funny I'm able I'm I'm drawing designs and stuff and writing shit in my notes mm-hmm. while I'm working yeah, so I'm okay. like I'm able I'm st- I could do that like no problem my eyes closed so I'm able to still focus on the brand Yeah. so I mean I guess that's how I do it I don't know that's good I'm a psychopath though so yeah that's
0: good (laughs) like sometimes I I work with kids but there's times where I wish I had like a desk job or something where I wasn't because with the kids you have to be very interactive you can't like I'll get an idea or I want to like reach out to somebody or I'll just get like a spurt Inspiration, yeah, exactly, exactly. and I want to put in my phone, but yeah. like you can't really be on your phone in that kind of like yeah, job you, you industry. Yeah, you got to focus, you know. Yeah, exactly. You have to put all your focus on the kids because yeah. like literally, you, you look at your phone for like ten seconds, fucking... and like one kid's choking out other kids. Yeah, kid or exactly, and It's like what know? the, fuck,
2: and then you, you know? have the and full
0: like, fucking WWE. Fight yeah, right it's like what are you guys doing <laughs> man. Like, I'm looking <laughs> away for ten seconds. Oh, I yeah. thought you're the ref, bro. You're yeah. like getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, like, there's definitely times where I want kind of like I always say like just like a brainless like desk job or just a brainless job where I can like. Oh, like I can just take a quick break and just like put something on my yeah, phone. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's something quick. I'm not trying to be on my phone all day. Exactly, exactly. But just to throw ideas. Because yeah, yeah. I write poetry too, so if I get like inspiration to write exactly, poetry, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? I just want to be able to do that. Boom, boom, boom.
2: Yeah, I mean, it is kind of hard because I work at Disney, so it's a restaurant yeah. It's busy like all the time. So yeah. I don't really have time, but I don't give a fuck. I'll make time. Like, I don't care. Yeah. You know, like, hey, uh, I'll go. I'm like, oh, I'm going to change my gloves real quick. You know? Yeah, Bathroom so, yeah, 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 I'm gonna get a drink and write it down, but mm-hmm. it's cool, you know, so I'm, that's, I guess that's how I manage it. Yeah. I don't really manage it, I'm always, I'm always thinking about the brand, something for the brand, you know, so, yeah. but yeah.
0: Mm. You, so you mentioned the one-year anniversary drop coming up in February, what yeah. are some other plans that you have this year for 2020?
2: 2020, like, like I said, man, like, I'm dabbling my feet in, like, a lot of stuff, and I'm really into cars, and a lot of people... A lot, if you're into fashion and stuff, like a lot of people are into fashion and I have a whole demographic of people that know my car and I'm in the whole car scene on its own, you know? Mm-hmm. The whole car scene, even like the mini bike scene. So yeah. I wanna put my brand in there. Even if the brand doesn't connect with it, there's a lot of people in the car scene that are into fashion. Like if you have you ever been to like a car show, like people are wearing the off white ones, you know, yeah. they're wearing Supreme. So like they go hand in hand, you know, like you think your car's badass you know you want to have a fly-ass fit with it like right, a lot yeah. of people are like there's a lot of like asian culture and you know japanese culture so Jap- japan JDM, has its own yeah. style you know jdm so i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna do something with my car too like i i have a whole crazy ass livery design for the car that mm-hmm. i'm gonna do and I'm, I'm gonna to get another audience mm-hmm. i'm gonna start doing booths doing booths at car shows with my car nice. selling clothes so like And then I want to do, I want to do a car collection, uh, like a JDM collection, you know? Mm -hmm. So the stuff, because it inspires me. That stuff inspires me. I love the old, like 90s shitbox cars, like old Corollas, eighty sixes and stuff. So like, they just are so cool to me. Like the whole, like simple, simple, you know, simple. And like the, the technology in it was so advanced, car technology is super cool, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, like back in the 80s, they had like the wings and stuff that would automatically lift at a certain speed, stuff like that, you know? Like super cool stuff like that. And like, I just I'm super fascinated by all of it. Yeah. And um, the same thing with my car. My car is like I I love my car and I love. I'm trying to, like I said, bring another demographic in and mm-hmm. kind of cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cross in. What cool do they thing,
0: call that? Like in TV shows when they uh, merge, like oh, like a crossover. Yeah, crossover. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing
2: like I'm doing like that fucking Flash and uh yeah. Flash and Arrow crossover. You know, I don't know if you guys watch DC. I'm like <laughs> I'm super into like comics and stuff too. So yeah,
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> but yeah, so. Um, yeah, I'm gonna do something like that, you know, my little crossover, my little brand and bringing, like, the car people in, because, I mean, I have a couple car people that, my homies that are into the brand and stuff, too, like, my homie just did, like, a drift event, and boy Ooh, Kevin, nice. so he, he was wearing my jacket and stuff, and people, people notice out there, yeah. you know, and they want to know, and so, it's like, even if you aren't, like, people could resonate with someone, that's a cool thing with the brand, like, yeah. in anything you do, you could resonate it, like, I have people from, like, 15-year-old kids, like, in high school that fucking fuck with the brand heavy like Mm -hmm. and then i have like an 80 year old ladies that like want to buy my stuff you know so it's really cool it's really cool seeing seeing that and my diversity that the brand is able to do and Mm
1: -hmm.
2: me me being who i am and i'm able to i'm able to go into stuff like very naturally in a sense like i'm not i don't want to do all that car stuff like imagine me not being in the car scene you know i wouldn't do it if I just got into cars or whatever but I've been established in it so like it's not like I'm trying too hard or trying something like people know my car people know it so like it's just me bringing another part of me into it you know Mm -hmm. so
0: yeah but just going back to like your brand like the name Colorblind I think Mm -hmm. is so captivating where you have the huge demographic because You mean like you can get someone who was like a part of the civil rights activists in the '60s that sees your brand? They don't know who you are. They could be from another state, but they just think, oh, colorblind. Like I, yeah. and they understand like your website and exactly, like the, the, exactly, the mantra yeah. behind it. Exactly. They want to buy it, and then there's like kids now, you know, whether they're our age or younger, and they're in this progressive. They're you know they're more a little bit more progressive, yeah. and they that's how they see the world. You know, and they're a part of like the activists now or that yeah, yeah. kind of stuff. I think you know it's a powerful. It's, it's so captivating. It's you super know what I mean? Cool, yeah. It's like,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, like the whole. Activism and stuff. All of it, you know? Like, it could... um, It could... There's so much... There's so much the brand could represent. It's it's crazy. Like, when I made it, I was only thinking, like, Oh, me. Like, this is me. But everybody has their own... Yeah. Everybody has their own opinion what the brand is. And, like, the cool thing is that's how fluid the brand is. That's what it it is, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, when people ask, Oh, what I tell them about the brand? I'm like, tell them what you think it is. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what the brand is, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not... One set thing. I can only give you the foundation, but you guys are building the house, you know? Mm-hmm. I put that foundation down, and now I have supporters that are building that house, building that structure mm-hmm. for the brand, and that's what the brand's gonna be till it becomes a full fledged house and it turns into you start renovating, making a mansion, you know, yeah. making, making it into a hotel, and that's bigger and better, and that's all through not just me, but everybody that supports me, yeah. everybody that supports the brand. Exactly. And that's. It's it's amazing. It's crazy, yeah. you know. Like, I, I, I learn something new every day, man. I'm learning something new about myself and the brand, and mm-hmm. it's it's really cool on where where this could go. You know, this mm-hmm. this shit's limitless, bro. Mm-hmm. cool I could go anywhere I want. Exactly, now, like,
0: yeah. War, like, not even just in the U.S. You can go internationally with it. You know?
2: Exactly, bro. And the cool thing is, is like like there's people, already people like looking at my website internationally you know yeah. so it's it's crazy bro like the a limit man yeah it's it's insane how how far it's reaching how far this idea that I created is reaching you know mm-hmm. and it, it's really it's really cool it's really it's a blessing, man. It's, it's mm-hmm. insane.
0: And how I compare it, because I think music, like you said, music and, and, and clothing have like a very, they tie hand in hand with a lot of these things. Yeah. And how, what I want to compare it to is like the song from To Build a Butterfly by Kendrick called All Right. Mm-hmm. You know, he was just singing that about his friend and his group of friends in his yeah. little area in Compton. But little did he know when after releasing that song, it kind of resonated with like hoods everywhere. Exactly, you know what I mean? Exactly, Especially yeah. during the time after, um, I forgot the one in, in Ferguson, Missouri, who the person was. But you mean, like, there was different, uh, yeah, you yeah. know, different shootings. Yeah, exactly. And, and just, it just became, like, this whole national anthem for, exactly, like, exactly. you know, Black Lives Matter and that kind of stuff. And yeah. he didn't have that intent when yeah. he made the song. Like, you mean, he says it in interviews and stuff, but it just became the anthem because when he was speaking about the, his the situation at home, you know? it kind of just resonated with everybody else, you know? Exactly. And that's that, that's the power of, like, I think your brand, you know, what it's kind yeah. of capable of, you know?
2: Damn, that's a fucking sick-ass analogy. I'm up there with Kenya, like. <laughs> Yeah, but... That, that's insane yeah, yeah fuck I didn't even think about that yeah no yeah. like it's yeah that fits perfectly mm-hmm. I don't, I don't even know what else to say you said, <laughs> said that shit perfect <laughs> <laughs> no you're good yeah.
0: so end, before we end the show I did want to have ask some fun questions for yeah, you yeah, no I asked worries. a lot of other people yeah of course um, if you could have any kind of exotic pet what would it be an exotic
2: pet probably I really like yeah, an exotic pet,
0: dude. <laughs> this is a hard one for you, huh?
2: Yeah, I never thought of like exotic pets like that. A koala bear, those mm, are cool, man. Yeah, they're be... super soft and chill. <laughs> especially, bro. Especially happy right now in Australia, yeah. man. Like, bring one home, I'm trying to take care of it, bro. Keep it away from the fires. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I <feel> <laughs> yeah, I guess I yeah, got koala.
0: <laughs> I like this. Nice answer. Well, if you could go to any time or place in history, where would you go?
2: Fuck. <sighs> I think about the shit all the time I don't know bro It's like the 70s Is fucking sick Because like Interior decor in the 70s And stuff mm-hmm. is like Insane in the style Yeah But then like The fucking 20s Is super hard too Cause yeah. like Bro everybody's like In the zoot suits And like everybody looks
0: Everyone's like, dressing all proper stiffy. bro You yeah, know
2: yeah. And like the music of that time Is super sick And it's like Such simple living You know Simple simple living And then But like the 70s And like the 80s Is like when Technology like one fucking imagine having a microwave in your house, bro. Like, yeah. Whoa, that's yeah. fucking insane? You yeah. know, like, dude, I could mix it like in five minutes. Yeah. Probably like ten minutes because even you yeah old. TV dinners, like, yeah, back when they were yeah. First, like the frozen plates. Yeah. So it's like it's it's insane, man. I've picked both. I'm both. Yeah. I'm, okay. Actually, I'm three. I'm 20s, 70s, and 80s because it's like yeah. That's that's so yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: so if you could sit down and kind of like do what we're doing now, but if you could sit down and interview with anybody in, in history, who would you do?
2: anybody in history damn probably probably John Michael Basquiat mm-hmm. um, he's a artist he's a painter and um, yeah probably him he's just he's from super, what era he's a super big inspiration for me he's uh, early early 80s 90s okay. he was like around the time like Andy Warhol and stuff you know like this seven like. About seventies, eighties, nineties. Okay. Yeah, so he's super big of inspiration to me. Like I love his art style. It's very like it's very like a uh, street style esque. But mm-hmm. obviously, like all these all these amazing artists they don't they don't get the recognition until after they pass away you know yeah so, that's what's weird like, about art yeah. you know sometimes yeah
0: even like what hits and like if you exactly. ever go to like LACMA or the just yeah. any contemporary art museum I think there's one in Costa Mesa too mm-hmm. Yeah. but it's like you know sometimes it look like from our perspective it'll just look like someone threw some paint on, yeah, yeah. A, pl- yeah. uh, on a, a plaque or something and it's yeah. just that's art you know and it's like worth thousands of dollars yeah like, oh,
2: yeah know? I mean the, the funny thing is like I have this I had this conversation the other day with my co because he's not into like art at all and like i guess he went to a museum or something and, um, <laughs> yeah. and he was like he's like dude because he knows like i create and stuff and like i paint and everything and he's like what he's like dude i saw a painting there and it was just like a red piece like just red like and it was like fucking ten thousand dollars i'm like yeah i was like you gotta think about like
0: what mm-hmm. that person like, content yeah
2: the, uh, the what that person was trying to evoke like how did it make you feel you know he's like oh he's like I didn't think like he's like I kind of feel like mad I was like not even mad at like, because how much it was but just like the colors you know like yeah it was, that's, maybe that person was mad as well you know like yeah. it's just like there's so much it's that's the cool thing I guess like, like going back like to even the brand and stuff like that's mm-hmm. it's whatever you feel you know and like mm-hmm. whatever when you see it that's how you everybody has their own opinion and yeah. that's that's a cool thing that what art could do, you know. Yeah. So. I think
0: everyone should take an art appreciation class. Exactly. I know it's like an elective in college and yeah. in high school, but like if everyone just took that class you'd have a little bit better understanding you don't have to you you don't have to be like a super geek about it yeah yeah but just you know like you have an appreciation for something exactly
2: exactly you can't be like one of those snobby like rich dudes and you go in there like oh yeah this is made in like 1800s Yeah. you know they use the fucking horse hair the finest brushes to stroke this like come on bro (laughs) it's like alright yeah yeah yeah. yeah, dude so I think it's funny
0: I feel you (laughs) what's your go-to toppings on a pizza?
2: bro the supreme off top bro. okay supreme pizza is the best mm-hmm. from costco oh
0: yeah, yeah those Supreme are...
2: pizza from costco yeah. the price yeah bro, that should just hit different bro it's yeah. amazing yeah no yeah. for real like okay.
0: there's uh, there's nothing you can get like more bang for your buck exactly exactly you know yeah.
2: so yeah yeah i think like the supreme all of it you know okay. sausage
0: yeah that's then... one topping yeah <laughs> <as> one, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you could uh, learn any new skill or new trait, what would it be? New
2: trait? Music, probably. Mm, I really okay. wish. Cause like, like playing an instrument? Yeah, yeah. Because I really wish, like, if I wasn't... It was kind of hard, bro. Like, I'm super into music just as much as making art. I mean, all of that shit goes hand in, Yeah, hand. It all goes hand in hand, you know? It's creating stuff, you know? So mm-hmm. if I wasn't making clothes, I'd probably do something with music, too. And um, I don't know. If it was an instrument... I get to pick an instrument, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if I could. I no, you're good. I've always wanted to play the uh, saxophone. Dude, me too. What the hell? Man, that like, sound and everything. hard. Or piano, you know? Yeah. Like, piano's pretty easy. I mean, kind of. I like.
0: feel like I'm... You know how I, there's that thing where you just like tap your head and yeah like yeah your yeah, belly. yeah I can't do both so I yeah. feel like I can't do the piano yeah that's why like... that's why I feel like I can't do the piano either yeah it's like it's, it's because I'll be
2: focusing on here and then I forget to move this hand and shit so to do yeah. <laughs> I'm like oh fuck
0: yeah yeah they are like oh we only hear one part of the song bro <laughs> everybody's all
2: booming off stage yeah
0: if I could just do like one hand piano, oh, like, <laughs> yeah appetite. have someone else do the
2: other part yeah <laughs> I got this where you got the other part Right, but yeah. So probably the saxophone. I yeah. think the saxophone. That's tight. Yeah, those they, have, <laughs> they sound fucking angelic, bro. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. So much you could do with it, you know.
0: Mhm. All right, last fun one. What are, What is are some advice that you give your younger self?
2: Younger self, um, patience, man, patience, uh, and don't don't stress about like the little things, you know. Mm. Like everything's gonna be okay, you know. Like just keep grinding, you know, keep grinding, don't let, don't let anybody, what anybody says, those are all just words, you know, like, they, it's just, they're either hating on you or they, they envy you, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's, um, it's okay, you know, just keep doing what you're doing, you know, like, you're, you're fine, you're gonna be fine in that, you know,
0: for yeah. sure man we really appreciate you taking the time out of your day coming yeah. and joining on the show man of course man thank you so lot much it a lot of fun do you have anything or just let the people know where you can find your your Instagram that kind of stuff oh uh,
2: yeah of course so um Instagram would be uh colorblind.usa and uh my website would be www colorblind dash usa.com and then Twitter is colorblind underscore usa you know so keep updated with all that yeah it's amazing. 2020 is going to be crazy, you know. We got a whole bunch of stuff coming out, so yeah. it's going to be fun.
0: Big things coming for you, man. I yeah, appreciate man. it.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Thanks again for tuning in to another edition of the My Mike and I podcast. Again, I'm Noah Alvarez. And if you really like this last podcast... Be sure to leave a rating review if you are listening on Apple Podcasts. Hit us with that five star. Tell people what you like about the show. It really helps get new listeners to the podcast. I'd greatly appreciate it. Be sure you're following if you're listening on SoundCloud or on Spotify. And don't forget, we're available on SoundCloud. We're available on Spotify. I think I just said those two. We're available on Google Play, Tune in Stitcher. I'm forgetting all the other ones that we're available on. But we're available on a lot of podcast platforms. And if we're not available on a podcast platform... Let me know. Message me on the my Mike and I Instagram page. You can find that at my period Mike and period I. And let me know. I'll get it up on that podcast platform as soon as possible. Also, follow me on Twitter at underscore Noah Alvarez for some hot sports takes. The Super Bowl Sunday or Super Bowl Sunday, not the Super Bowl Sunday, but Super Bowl Sunday is this weekend, too. Uh, You know, follow me on Twitter for some great sports content. And uh, nonetheless, hope you guys enjoy the Super Bowl. Hope you guys have a better February. I know January was tough for me, so I'm hoping I have a better February. And hope you guys keep coming back to the show. Really appreciate it. I'm really grateful for every single listener, whether you're a day one listener or you are relatively new to the show. Much love to everyone listening to the My Mike and I podcast. I'm Noah Alvarez signing off. Till next time.